Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. KFI AM 640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome, everybody. If you can't tune in live between 1 and 4, well, there's podcasts for your downloading ability. Coming up uh, after we finish the show at 4 o'clock, go to KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page. You'll see the little podcast link. Or use the iHeartRadio app to pick up the podcast. One of the deputy uh, DAs, uh, John Hatami, uh, he uh, actually tried this Anthony Avalos case against... uh, Anthony's mother and live-in boyfriend, they were found guilty this week of uh, of murdering Anthony. Yeah. With, torture, murder, uh, it the was abuse. Just a, a hard, and the thing is, it's the second type of case that John has had to do personally uh, a few years back was Gabriel Fernandez. And there's quite a read if you want to check it out. LAMag.com has a story called The Short Unhappy Life of Anthony Avalos, and uh, John Hatami is featured uh, quite a bit in it. He's a 51-year-old deputy district attorney, and uh, he has dedicated a lot of his career to uh, fighting child abuse. And we're going to talk to him now about the Avalos case, but also about the social workers who have been involved in so many of these cases and clearly could not did not do enough to remove these children from these homes. John, Tommy, welcome again. How are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me. Great work on uh, securing these uh, two convictions. Of the mother and the boyfriend. It was, you know, it, for the family, it was a you know a long journey, almost five years, and um, you know they 
they finally got to feel a small sense of justice for the fact that these two monsters, uh, they're not even people. Uh, these two individuals, um, you know, were finally held responsible and accountable for torturing and murdering a 10-year-old Anthony. Yeah, we find out in this story, I guess, that the mother suffered her own abuse as a child. Is that, you know, did that enter into this in defense? It did, you know, and I mean, here, here's the thing, John and Ken, what I tell people is uh, I went through a pretty tough life. Um, I went through abuse as a child, and I'm not going out murdering and torturing my own kids or, or anybody else's children. And so there's a lot of people that go through tough times in their life. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys have as well. And, you know, what you do is uh, you try to become better as a result of it, and you try to use that uh, as a positive and make yourself a better person. And so I don't think there's any excuse that I could hear for somebody to torture and murder their own child or anybody else's children. But it is true that uh, Heather did go through a lot of things in her life, um, but that doesn't give her an excuse or anybody else an excuse uh, to go hurt an innocent child. Well, there's always going to be these people. It's evil. It's awful. But what we wanted to talk to you, John, about is what can we do about child services? Now, they get involved in a lot of these cases, and uh, clearly they fail because these boys have died. Gabriel Fernandez and, uh, of course, uh, Anthony Avalos. Uh, what can you say about that in terms of what we can do to make that end of this work better? And, and I think that's a good point to talk about. Um, the Department of Children and Family Services is in charge of the safety of many children in our community, and they continue to fail uh, in that job. Uh, they, they continue to have cases where children who they're supposed to protect, they end up failing, and those children end up uh, being killed, uh, abused, and tortured. Why do and they so fail? I mean, I mean, this particular case was so overwhelming. They were there 13 times. I, it's, that's the part that's inconceivable, how you can show up 13 times and, 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 and witness what's being done to the boy, and they didn't take him out of there. I think sometimes uh, you get people in uh, the Department of Children and Family Services who don't care. I think you get sometimes people who don't, don't really care about children, don't listen to them. Uh, I think that there's a lot of individuals uh, who get into that field that don't really want to do that, that type of job. Uh, I think a lot of people are just, you know, getting a paycheck or going through the motions instead of actually working hard and, and, and uh, investigating uh, and making sure these things don't happen. Uh, I think that, you know, as a county, um, we've definitely failed. Uh, as, as, as working with the Department of Children and Family Services and making them better. I think they don't have enough training. I think they need to be trained better. Uh, I think there, there needs to be a um, better hiring process. And here's the thing. As a county, we want to hold police accountable. As a county, we want to hold district, district attorneys accountable. So now we should be able to hold social workers accountable as well. So why right do the now, supervisors hire these people, or why don't they fire them, and why don't they train them better? It's not that complicated. I think that's a great question, but, you know, isn't that, you know, our government seems to tax a lot of individuals and take a lot of money, but they seem to don't do the best job in using that money uh, to make our governmental systems better. And so they really need to look at the Department of Children and Family Services and try to make it better. Like you said, you know, people need to be held accountable. 
they're not doing their job. Well, is there anybody in the chain of command that cares? Or we take this right up to the L.A. County supervisors. We've got five women, and yeah. you, you would think somewhere out of the five, I mean, somebody must have children out of the five. Uh, wh Me. Why isn't there like a natural desire to say this is never going to happen again because it doesn't ever have to happen? I think you're right that we do need to take it to the board of supervisors. I think that, you know, they've addressed these issues before. I think uh, my supervisor, uh, Catherine uh, Barger, has really been on the front lines of trying to help children. And I think all the supervisors need to get on board. They seem to be more concerned with other issues than they are with children. Most politicians don't care about children because children can't vote. They don't belong to any political party. Uh, they don't have any lobbyists. They don't give anybody any money. And you know all those things politicians want. And so we need actual politicians who care and don't care about votes and don't care about money and actually care about helping people, uh, especially children, uh, to step up and do their job. They need to hold people in, in the Department of Children's Family Services accountable. Also, you know, they have a strong union. So you have none of these politicians are willing to go up against that union and fight for kids because kids can't vote. And they, so they only care about votes. These social workers are unionized? Yes. They're in a very, very powerful union. Um, and, you know, I've tried for years to get a law passed so we could be able to hold, process, hold um, social workers accountable if they commit gross negligence. And as a result of that, a child under their care is murdered. But they continue to refuse to... to uh, bring that up to a vote. I gave to George Gascon to send up to Sacramento. He refused to do it. And so you have a lot of these politicians who are beholden to this union who gives them a lot of money, and, and, and they'd rather have the money than help children. What's the yeah, name? because there, there were charges filed against some social workers involved in Gabriel Fernandez's murder, but it got thrown out because we didn't have the type it, of it criminal did. liability laws, right? We don't, because what happened was is the Court of Appeals said that in the state of California— we don't have a law that can prosecute social workers if they commit gross negligence. And, and as a result of that, a child under their care is tortured and murdered, basically telling the legislature that they need to create a law. And so we need to create a law here in California that says if a social worker commits gross negligence and we have the evidence, we should be able to charge that social worker if a child under their care is tortured or murdered. So from the social workers up to the supervisor, there isn't anybody who cares. By the time you find someone who cares, it's it's you, and you have to deal with the case after the poor boy's been murdered. But up to that point, there was nobody in the county government who who cared. And, and that is that is the problem that that, that we're waiting until a child gets murdered before somebody steps up and does something about it. People need to start caring about children, especially children in the system. A lot of people don't care about children in the system, and they need to start doing that immediately. All right, John, once again, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate talking to you, and uh, thank you so much for all your hard work on behalf of children. Thank you so much for having me. That's Jonathan Hatami, and again, LA Magazine did a pretty good story featuring Jonathan Hatami, the un short, unhappy life of Anthony Avalos, the 10-year-old boy who was killed by his mother and her living boyfriend. He died in 2018. They were both found guilty by a judge yesterday. It's at LA Mag. Dot com. More coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, we're about to give out John's cell phone number if you want to sell him a mortgage. Oh, oh, get this. Okay? Get you know, this. I'm, I, you know, I'm up to over 90 calls in the last two days because 
Our, our home numbers, our cell phone numbers ended up uh, being distributed by yeah, it's these, all the mortgage right? companies because they know you're yeah. searching for something. But, right? but, it, but it's the, the credit monitoring companies that spread the numbers. Once you once you ask for a loan or ask for credit, then they send out the signal that, hey, we got a live one here. So the, remember that guy, Abe, I mentioned earlier who sent me a text? <laughs> yes, Abe, Abe has now sent me. I have me, a feeling Abe's been selling mortgages a long time. Well, Abe has sent me a text and a video. I, I looked at my messages and, hi, John, my name is Abe. Yeah, you heard this guy before. I know you're bombarded with calls. And then I looked below and he updated it with a video. You didn't look at the video, did you? Well, yeah, I did. Um, but it doesn't play, actually. Might be. Uh, oh, look at this. Your phone. Oh, he's a big, fat guy with a big, thick beard and he's holding a dog. Hmm. Oh, that's nice. He's Deborah giving... Mark approves. Always hold a dog. Yeah, that, that, he can't be too bad. I'm not. Yeah. Do, I'm not doing. Makes this. people think you're soft and friendly. Yeah, and cuddly. <laughs> you have a heart because he knows he looks really scary. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So because so guy looks like this, you're not. You're not doing business with him. All right, the dog's I mean, a selling point. The right? dog. Yeah, the, the, the dog. I can't be that bad. I'm holding a dog. Oh my! God. And then he beats it after work. Trying oh, to my. see what uh, what area code is this. Yeah, this could be coming from anywhere in the... Oh, well, they're probably mostly California people. It's, but. No, it's way out of state. Oh, it is way out of state. Way out of state. I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of uh, 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 interest from Detroit. I don't mm. know why. Now, they don't have a lot of mortgages they have homes to sell. And, and some of these calls are the same because after uh, Deborah taught me how to block, then I started blocking and I realized that uh, I'm getting repeat calls from some of these numbers. Yeah. Like they'll call once an hour. Yeah, that's kind of what spammers do. They'll attack your phone. I remember one day I got like five calls from the same number and then nothing. Well, they this want to see. This is like an organized attack. This is like an army all at once. No, oh. I've always gotten the stray uh, spam calls, but but this, you know, you get you get fifty in a day. Uh, back to uh, Los Angeles County's horrible criminal justice situation. You may have heard the story that a man, and he's a man, 22, named Patrick Nazarian, made his way onto the campus of Burbank High School on Monday and apparently uh, fondled, inappropriately touched, describing it as sex assault, three girls. Police were called to the school around 9 a.m. Monday, and a 14-year-old said she was sexually assaulted by an unknown man in a campus bathroom. She struggled with him. Uh, he fled, but eventually was detained by school employees until the police arrived. Two other females, 14 and 17, said that they were inappropriately touched by the suspect. Well, they've got them, but the L.A. County DA's office, initially there was a $1.2 million bail on Nazarian. It got dropped all the way down to 25000 Now, why is this? The charges were less severe than what Nazarian was initially booked for. And why is that? They interviewed and decided that inappropriate touching wasn't necessarily sex assault. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, I don't, I, you know, maybe somebody could describe what he's he, not a minor. What, so that doesn't explain that. Right. Well, Usually if somebody's under 18, well, Gascon gives him a pass. If he's in the girl's room at a school, do we yeah. have to wait until all the girls are raped and killed? Uh, this is what I, I don't get. This was some kind of horrible attempt. Maybe the girls fought him off. Maybe they made a lot of noise and he and he ran. 
But uh, he ought to he ought to be put in jail, in jail for life for this and a twenty five thousand dollar bail, which he already he, oh, he that's already easy cleared. Yeah. yeah, that's easy to make. Right. Right. So somebody so, could easily in the family help him out there. So now Patrick Nazarian is is free. He's free. Yeah. Pending uh, whenever the case comes around. Uh, that That's that's outrageous. Who did that? this in the L.A. County D.A.'s office? Who did this? Probably a directive. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, LAPD, this is a story that's made some news, had to go to Alhambra and arrest a man that uh, supposedly stabbed a 17-year-old high school student to death. This was a straight-A student at Woodrow Wilson High School, uh, Xavier uh, Chavarin. It's just 17 years old. They actually had surveillance video of this crazed man you could see him take the knife out as he you didn't see him do the stabbing but he's taking the knife out as he walks up to the uh to the bench the student was waiting for his mother to pick him up and of course we find out that he's well known in the neighborhood a long history of mental illness Dan, this is my point these people are walking around all the time now Nobody's doing anything to make sure they're either given medication or put in a place where they can't be walking the streets and having a mental episode and just start stabbing people. And and really frightening thing is it, it is so spontaneous. It is so out of the blue. The, yeah, they, they, I don't think they even knew each other. He just uh, yeah, on a whim decided he was going to kill somebody. And, and there are more of these kinds of attacks and murders than I can ever remember. It just just this crazy person suddenly erupts. And kills someone, you know, on the sidewalk. This and there's no provocation. The, this happened in the El Sereno neighborhood of Los Angeles. So guess who showed up to try to make good with the public? Kevin DeLeon. Well, and... He and, said that Los Angeles has the largest outdoor psych ward in the country. Trying to like, score points for... And he, you know. and he says it's become quite normalized in L.A. for someone to walk up to someone and snap. And, and, and he walks away freely. Now... And it's like, well, who helped create this situation? It's you. You and everybody else in the city council and the mayor. This is Garcetti and this this horrible, corrupt, deviant city council. They created this climate. You're the ones who, who you know, su- supported Garcetti when everybody was taking a knee and calling the cops killers. You're the ones who, who, who defanged and defunded the police. And, and DeLeon was in the legislature for a year. He was he was uh, ran the Senate for a time. They're identifying the stabber as David Zepeda, and DeLeon said he attended the school where this happened a decade earlier. But, but DeLeon, he also supposedly stabbed another man later in the day. How many pro criminal laws did DeLeon vote for and get passed when he was the Senate president? He was in charge of the agenda. How many how many times did he block uh, anti crime bills? Yeah, good point. How, how many of them did he block? How many of them did he not vote for? How many pro-criminal laws did he pass? How many, when it came time to emptying out the prisons, how many times did he support all that? And now he's calling L.A. an outdoor psychiatric ward? Well, we've known that for five years now. Hey, what, a, what a, see, now that, that is why he should be kicked out of office. Not over that stupid tape, but over this stuff. It's Johnny good. Ken, KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand. 
from KFI AM 640. From the world of uh, people getting rich uh, through one means or another, a woman serving life in prison for murder admitted today that she played a big role in a scam by inmates to use stolen IDs to take our state unemployment money during the coronavirus pandemic. This was particularly galling. Natalie La, Natalie Le Dimola, 38 years old. She's one of 13 people charged with running this scheme. They grabbed at least $2 million in pandemic unemployment money. This woman is sitting what? On a cement bed? Behind Uh, bars? In in some uh, concrete cell? And she's able to uh, participate in a multi-million dollar scheme? To steal millions of dollars? How? How does this happen? How many guards were in on this? She is originally from Corona. As a teenager, she, her boyfriend, and an acquaintance conspired to kill her mother. She kills her mother. In April of 2001. She, she kills her mother, and now she's stealing millions? But she was millions? a teenager. I'm surprised she's not out. I thought they were trying to loosen all the laws for well, underage people. Maybe but- she wasn't under 18. She could have been 18 or 19. But. Well, back in those days, though, they they prosecuted people as an adult. Oh, in fact, since she's 38, yeah. she probably was about yeah. uh, that age, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, she, so I, well, how come none of this is explained? Okay, so she did it, and she, and she was using um, all the uh, private the information prisoners, right, prisoners, The prisoners' social right? security numbers, well, that's what it, she was doing. This and their Scott... dates of birth and their names, and she was submitting them. Right, okay. Well, who else was involved in this scam? Well, she had people on the outside because she's in prison. She couldn't use the debit card. Right, but so wait, okay, but she wait. had friends who went and uh, withdrew the cash and gave her some of the money. But she must have orchestrated this. This didn't happen by magic. She had to have contacts. Well, I said one of 13 all- people. Right. Okay. But how did she contact all these people? You have to take care of a lot of details. Oh, she's these are got- probably friends of hers that keep in touch with her while she's in prison. I mean, she may be a murderer, but she still had friends and family. Uh, and she probably said, you know what? I just came up with a great idea. If you guys will go take uh, the debit cards and go to the bank with them, I can figure out how to get unemployment money on those cards. I, I She probably had inside help from working oh, at I the see. prison. Somebody yeah, at the had. prison told her you could do this? Or just that she that, that helped out in some way. Look the other way. If you're right. having multiple conversations on how to rip the state off of millions of dollars, somebody would have overheard it, right? They have guards in the room while you have your uh, your visitor meetings. They They tape record the phone calls. She even put in an application for herself. Okay. Now, did, did they give money to a murderer? Again, we, we learned, and this is why we're back to Julie Sue, who may be the next Secretary of Labor right. in the Biden administration. Was, she was running EDD at this time. Right. Well, uh, all the, remember and, all the death row people got. And we also learned that Newsom did not want them to access the records of prisoners to do a check. On these uh, applications for unemployment right. money. Be- because the death row murderers had a right to privacy, of course. That's to right, Newsom. privacy. Right. Yeah. So between Newsom and this Julie Sue. Julie Dimwit, Sue was her name, right. Right. You, you had a woman who's, who's in, in prison for the rest of her life. The rest of her life. All right? It's not a minimum security prison. It's not like she had a lot of privileges. not like she had furloughs on the weekends. She's locked up for the rest of her life for killing her own mother. And she was able to, to help pull this off. That is just astounding. What a corrupt, inept, incompetent administration. They're saying that uh, 
There was more than $888 billion approved in unemployment benefits nationwide. Minimal protections against fraud. At least $60 billion lost to fraud. Boy, California hey. led the way, didn't we? We had at least $30 Because they don't care. This is Just actually, a small fraction's been recovered because these th- people went right out and spent the money. This is more dangerous than corruption. This is what John Hatami was talking about with the uh, social services people who let the, the kids die instead of getting them out of the house. It's like you have... All these employees don't care. And imagine you're a government employee who cares. Who's going to help you? Nobody. Nobody. They're all going to isolate you and mock you. You're going to lose your mind and you're going to run away and quit. So what's left behind is what? All the but human... Remember, de- it didn't matter if you cared because when Julie Sue was in charge of the Employment Development Department, they said, just open the floodgates. These people need the money. We're not going to put any barriers up. The official policy. And I'll bet you that word got out to, like, the prison system. And oh, that's yeah. why this woman said, oh, this is a great idea. Oh, yeah. Nobody's it, checking. It made Russia. It made Nigeria. It made uh, Eastern Europe. It made wherever you have uh, scam artists collected. I know. The, official- the fact that it got prisoners to apply, that's just incredibly ridiculous. When the official policy, the public policy is... We don't care. This is what happens. We don't care. Not, uh, not their money. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And keep voting the way you're voting. It's turning out very well. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. One of the things you should listen to if you uh, missed it on the uh, podcast, which goes what? online on the iHeartRadio app. I, Heart I want to know what. Well, on one o'clock hour, we talked with John McKinney. John McKinney. <laughs> you did a good job building it up, and then you lost his name. I, I lost his name. John McKinney, who's running against George Gascon in next year's election. He announced this yesterday. So John we're all losing McKinney. it. We thought he had him on the. Sh- we thought we had him on the show before, and he says we never did. So yeah. Did you think we had him on? I thought we did. I'll explain what I thought. I thought there was a day when I was not in attendance where you did interview him, but I must have had that wrong. Because there was a point where Ray, when the recall was big, yeah, and I was off for a few days. Ray was throwing everybody on John Lewin, John and Tommy, John, and I thought John McKinney. Was maybe on it's too. all the Johns. I got that wrong. John yeah, I got all the Johns John. mixed up, and thought maybe you talked to him. So. I thought I talked to him, too. So what I, is it? McKinney 4, the number 4 DA, I believe? Yes, McKinney, the number 4 LA. McKinney 4 LA. LA, okay. Right. Yeah. That's such so, a uh, anyway, John McKinney. Re- really uh, good guy. He has been uh, uh, a deputy DA for 25 years, and he had 10 years in the major crimes unit until Gascon transferred him. Demoted. Demoted because because McKinney was telling the truth publicly about what Did Gascon was doing. Did we find out if doing. he has a lawsuit, too, or... We know that John Lewin has a lawsuit. That was our guest yesterday. No, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to find that out if he's got a lawsuit about being demoted, too. Or but anyway, you should listen to uh, that. It's in the first hour, first half hour of the show on the podcast. Right. So he's got a mental block about the guy. I don't know why. They, uh, I have a lot of mental blocks. You have a lot of mental blocks. I do. Oh, I meant to tell you, speaking of scams... I must have gotten 10 invoices last week, and they looked really official from Geek Squad. You know who that is? Geek Squad? Oh, yeah. That's, that's Best Buy's computer fixtures or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, they, looked, they just kept coming. And I did stop for a moment and go, did, did I have them come do something? Or... <laughs> I realized, no, you do not download whatever's attached there. I'm trying to no. look at the invoice. I'm no. not looking at the invoice. Did you get emails on that? 
there, there were a bunch of emails claiming pay yeah. this invoice. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and and I, either they wanted me to pay a false invoice or they wanted to just invade my computer, right, yeah. with the download. Yeah. Well, I didn't do either. I just stared at them. But they kept coming it, every it, day, all week. If you check the incoming email line where it says Best Buy, just click on it and it gives you the actual email address. Yeah. Often it it is not, you know, bestbuy.com. It's usually XLZY65T-L. You know, it's a fake email address that it's coming from. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's a good way to check the uh, the veracity of it. All right. Uh, you wanted to play this audio from uh, this plane trip, huh? Southwest Airlines? Oh, yes. These, Wait, these guys that, got into it? An, an, another fight. You Apparently. bumped my wife. Well, there, there, one guy has got a lot of tattoos. And he bumped uh, the second guy's wife, and the second guy just went nuts, just beating on him, wailing away, pummeling him with one punch after another. And, of course, people immediately whipped out their phones. <laughs> anyway, this... Well, yeah, I want to go viral. This is what it sounded like. Oh, you you it. It. You hey, it. Get off of it. Stop it. Let go of it. Now. Let go. Let go. Stop it. You don't never, never approach you, my family. Hey! Stay here, stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. Stay here. No! Do not hit him again! Don't approach me, my family. Do not hit him again! Don't hit him again! Stay back! Come on. I'm not doing it. I'm telling you what happened. I'm telling everybody what happened. He approached me aggressively with my family. I don't play with my family. Tell him what happened. Tell him what you did. There's no need for that right now. I will sit down in jail for you approaching my family. I will die for my family. So that's why I beat your no other reason. <laughs> I will die. I sometimes for my wonder if I would whip out my phone or what I would do. I haven't been in a situation like this yet, but it's going you're on. tempted. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, armed officers on every flight. <laughs> Guy with a loaded gun walks up. That'll stop this nonsense. Any alcohol involved? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. But the guy doing the pummeling was wearing a nice uh, sport coat. Yes, the, the, the guy was somebody was, tattooed, which is why I thought yeah. you brought this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. The guy getting beaten was was like heavily tattooed. It was like carpeting. Uh, Conway's here. Hey, now. Oh, that's exciting. Hey, we were talking about this last night. Do you think that you would be one of the guys to jump up and try to tackle the uh, the guy with the gun? Uh, no. Uh, no, not first. I always said if someone goes first, if a mob goes before me, you're all jump on the bottom of the pile, the top of the pile. Oh, yeah, uh, I I would. I don't uh, want to be first. Yeah, I don't want to be first, uh, and I don't want to be killed. But um, Crozier is the only one in the building that I think he would be first in. Good. He'd jump up and whip. Then I'll fly with so. him. Yeah, right. I'm going right. to sit next to Crozier every That's time right. I fly. Yes. Uh, you know, you were talking about the the two million dollars the woman uh, got out of the uh, unemployment. Yeah. And yes, right. It's the scam. It, uh, it was three hundred. They, they lost thirty billion dollars. So three hundred million dollars is one percent. So her two million dollars is nothing, <laughs> man. That's true. One percent. And they haven't got. Have they clawed back any of that money? Very little. Very there, little. No, very little. We understand. Yeah. Most of it's, it's been spent on objects. There's right? a lot. There's a lot of wealthy people in the world now. And here's the list of people Hookers. fired over it. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, Not that's a, right. Nobody. No, they're getting promoted. <laughs> the the, the yeah, lady, Julie Sue may be Secretary of Labor. That's right. Yeah. 
She you know, ran the EDD when this money was going out the door. She cost the state $30 billion. Uh-huh. If, if I ca- cost this station three grand, I'm gone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Definitely. Gone. She, she's Secretary of Labor. That's right. You, you yes. take one bag of potato chips out of that <laughs> snack room without <laughs> paying for it, you're gone. That's right. They got security don't they, cameras. They have a camera there, don't they? Got they? Yeah. In the machine. In the machine. <laughs> I know. Right. They can see you taking the taking the soda. and if I you, know. But uh, see, I don't buy it. They're looking at the video because everybody about a month, every month I buy something snacked or almost every night. So every yeah. month I take something as a buyback. And <laughs> nobody's ever questioned your own little buyback program. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Buy Ted, get one free. This sure. one's on them. Yeah. Uh, Alex Stone is coming on tonight. Uh, also, uh, Kalina Estrinos, the uh, a new anchor slash news slash uh, traffic uh, weather person for KCAL. And then uh, Pep. Petros uh, Pe- Papadakis at uh, 6 o'clock. So, man, there's P. something for everybody. The Big P! Yes. The Big P! What's That's the sports right. news he's going to talk about? Anything good? Uh, probably the Lakers. Uh, we got uh. March Madness coming up. You know, the, uh, oh, the whole run. Are you guys okay. seem like March Madness fans. You got brackets going the whole run. Not me. No? no? Oh, I don't No, Canada. I don't do it so much anymore now. Have you ever been to the Super Bowl? You seem like a Super Bowl guy at Vegas. No, I was at the Super Bowl last year when the Rams won. I know, but you ever been to Vegas for one? No, I have not because oh, it's too crazy. It's great. It really I is. I used to go to March Madness in Vegas, too, but that got too crazy. You know what they do now, Tim? They charge you a lot to get a good seat at the sports book. Oh, I know. They'll charge you hundreds of dollars now. I know. You used to be able to sit in those helmets at Caesars Palace for nothing. <laughs> That's right. Um, but you know what they also charge for in Vegas? I'm sure you know this, Ken, because you go there all the time. Parking. They are starting to charge parking at the casinos. Parking. Right? You go in and drop $1,200 in 20 minutes, and you got to pay $9 to park there. <laughs> It's They're becoming L.A. Yes, that's exactly right. Ding dong. All right, ding, a lot of ding dongs tonight. Then uh, Mo Kelly comes up. Okay. All right. All right. Come on. Very exciting. Uh, Conway, yeah, very exciting. Crozier Let's has go. news. Yeah. Live in the 24-hour camp by newsroom. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today. Today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.